Hello and welcome to Meet Her, the newest addition to Virtual Inforum. My name is Terry Barclay and I'm president and CEO of Inforum, a nonprofit whose work includes highlighting and supporting diversity in business leadership. The Meet Her podcast series introduces listeners to women of accomplishment whose experiences and insights feed us all on our leadership journeys. Joining me today is Carrie Leahy, attorney and chair-elect of the Executive Management Committee at Bodman and a member of the Inforum Board of Directors. Carrie has a great deal of experience in the auto and technology sectors, as well as in venture capital and the entrepreneurial sector. All of these are really key drivers of the Michigan economy. So Carrie, I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome and thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me, Terry. So if it's okay, let's uh, get right to it with the first question. So what's the skill that you constantly work to improve? In my experience of late, and that is tied very much to starting as chair in January, I've been working on communication and that's written, spoken, whether it's in person, on the phone, or you know, on a piece of paper, to make sure I'm communicating consistently and with the message that we have from the firm as one voice and making sure people understand what we're doing, how we're doing it, and why we're doing it. And so I think it's something we can all work on, but it's one thing I've definitely been focused on in terms of leadership uh, components and how it plays into leadership. That's, that's really great. You know, I remember when we first had a chance to meet each other, um, it was right before you were stepping into this new role. And I think you're the first woman to have that role at Bodman. Is that right? Yes. So we've been around for 90 years and we were a smaller firm when we first started. And so there really wasn't a chair role per se. And then at some point in time, once the firm had been more established and there were more people involved, they did uh, have a chair in place. And I'm now the, let's see, that would be the one, two, three, fourth chair of the firm. Wow. Re really impressive. And congratulations on that role. That's, that's huge. It's, it's great news um, for all of us. I, and I remember when you were stepping into that, being so impressed, quite frankly, with how you were preparing to go into that leadership role for, you know, for the first time it, 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 to transition from your current work and leadership into that sort of firm-wide leadership. So what, what, what advice would you give for someone going into a leadership position for the first time? That's probably uh, pretty apropos for me, given that I just started in January. I, we announced that I would be uh, the next chair in June. And before then, I had really been working with our existing chair, uh, Larry Shulman, on things that he thought were important for the role 
but also how he could help me kind of evolve into that role. And so I think having a person that you can go to, talk to, but even more, having a great team that you can rely on is something that is just so helpful in preparing. I would I wouldn't have been able to do this without having such a good team that we have at Bodman, both on the administrative side and on the legal side. We have a tremendous wealth of talent and it helps me do my job. And so it would be having a great team, but then also I think that's more internally focused. Externally focused, I would say talking to as many people that have a similar role as possible. I am a person that learns through talking, reading, exploring things that I'll be getting into. And so for me, that was just huge. Talking to other law firm leaders, going to uh, a leadership class and taking those actions just felt, helped me feel more comfortable in ascending into that role. Yeah, <clears throat> I remember you were pretty, I think, systematic about it. I, I just... I was really impressed uh, with how with how you approach it, and and the emphasis that you place on personally on continuing to grow and develop. So how how do you how do you continue to grow and develop as a leader? There's a couple of components I think to it for me, and everybody has their own style. And I think for me, I'm still learning what that is. But I I am someone that is not afraid to try something and fail. I think that's probably, um, you know, a characteristic that not everyone can embrace and that's okay. And and Carrie, I don't put that together with lawyers often either. (laughs) No, but I think trying something different, you can, you can do it in a safe way and you can do it not in a big splashy way where you're failing, you know, spectacularly, but trying some, being able to try something different or just talk through a different approach helps me kind of develop things in terms of big picture for the firm, but also just talking to people, watching other leaders, reading about leadership and listening to podcasts or other things about leadership. Just staying on top of the trends because the legal world is changing tremendously. And right now with the COVID pandemic, everyone's business is changing, law firms tremendously so. And I think a lot of law firm leaders are going to have to be able to you know, adapt to things and try new ways of reaching out to clients, new ways of working with lawyers and staff. And sometimes those aren't always going to go well. So you have to be, you know, confident that you can try it. And you can't be afraid that it may not work. Is there a key trait or skill that's helped you get where you, where you are today? I think, well, there's probably a couple, but I think self-awareness for me is I'm self-aware enough to know if I don't know what I'm getting into, if I am prepared for what I'm getting into, or if I need to learn more about what I'm getting into. 
And I think self-awareness helps in your communication, in your being taken seriously, because you can recognize where you're at at that particular moment. I think it also helps promote improvement because you're self-aware enough to know where you need to improve, not just individually, but as a firm and as a whole. And so probably self-awareness is my key thing, but maybe also adaptability too. I, I, it's hard to pick just one. <laughs> you know, I, I, I have to say, I just love that you picked self-awareness as, um, what, you know, a sort of a key trait or skill because so much of the leadership development work that we do at Inforum is based on Daniel Goleman's emotional intelligence model and the bedrock of that model. You really, it is self-awareness because you really need to master that first before you can go on to master other leadership skills. And I, I love the way you frame that because, um, I would imagine, I don't know, because I'm not walking in your shoes, but um, I think that when you're leading an organization that is comprised of really smart, I mean, all high-level, hard-driving um, uh, in, you know, professionals who are essentially sort of controlling their own book of business and um, you know, it, it's it's how you establish credibility with that group. And I love um, uh, the way that you look at that sort of head on and, and recognize that it's a combination of being, the, being prepared and knowing when you've got it nailed and knowing when you, uh, when there are gaps and then kind of putting that team together that can help deliver the whole the whole best picture for the organization. It's really impressive. Um, how do you help? And I know you're responsible for bringing talent into the firm. How do you help new employees understand the culture at Bodman? You know, it's interesting because we have brought in, and one of the things I really love doing is recruiting new lawyers for Bodman, because I think Bodman has just a tremendous platform for lawyers in this area. And we've got, you know, our five offices in Michigan that we are always looking to see if there are good people that we can add to those offices. And one of the things I've spent a fair amount of time on in the last year, almost two years, has been recruiting. And in order to really make sure people understand our culture before they come in, we have them meet with a number of different attorneys. And it's, it's really probably twofold. One, I would start by talking to them on the phone and seeing if we can get a sense of that person. But then we're gonna have them meet with people in the office that they might be joining, and then in the practice group, and then also just really our board would meet with some people as well. So it's a long process. Oftentimes though, it can be shortened by whether that person is coming in through one of our other lawyers perhaps our lawyers might say, hey, I really know this great person that you guys should talk to. That can really help speed that piece of the puzzle up. But once we know that we're, we're planning to bring someone in 
and we do, um, you know, kind of come to an agreement where they're going to join us, we then bring them in for a full day of training at the office where they're meeting with all kinds of people, both lawyers that they will work with in their groups, our marketing team, our finance team, the IT team. So just across a, a broad breadth of, of uh, people. It's probably slightly overwhelming uh, for everyone as they come in. And then we uh, kind of pal people up or pair people up with a mentor. And so the mentor, depending on whether the person coming in is an associate or a younger member or maybe a more senior member, you know, is, is someone that they can go to and ask questions about, hey, you know, I went through a day of training, but then I forgot, you know, how do I really get this piece done? And so that mentor is meant to help continue that onboarding process. And then I think oftentimes our people will naturally pair up with a mentor that is someone they can go to with those continued questions. We do a fair amount also just of, you know, firm events and get togethers where we can showcase some of our culture. And we recently, oh, maybe a year or so ago, we started a culture uh, committee. And so our oh. culture committee is really active. They have a lot of great stuff that they're doing. And they're really trying to promote and make sure everybody understands it's, you know, team Bodmin. It's not just one person at Bodmin, but it's really a team approach. And it's across the entire firm. It's not just the lawyers. It's really the full team because the lawyers couldn't do what they're doing without our administrative staff. And so we're very uh, mindful of that and aware that we have to promote the culture. And it's a work in progress. Nothing we do is, you know, perfect. So we are constantly looking at how we can improve our culture and improve our onboarding process for our new people as well. Interesting. <clears throat> I'm not, uh, that's the first time I've heard of um, a committee that's actually called a culture committee. I mean, that's really, <laughs> you know, that's sometimes they talk about employee engagement or things like that, but um, that's really a nice way to approach it. So yeah, they've been active while we've been out and trying to make sure people are staying connected. Oh. So they've done a few things that are kind of you know, just fun ways to stay connected. And, um, you know, they did a contest where people took pictures of their work from home office, and then you had to guess whose office was whose. And so just little <laughs> things, you know, just ways to stay connected. <laughs> That's great. You know, we're, we're so focused. We're in such high pressure work environments. It's nice to lighten up and get yes, to know colleagues as people um, too. So, so kudos to you for that. So, so in closing, um, can you share with us what blogs, podcasts, or other media you engage with to generate new ideas? Oh, sure. I mean, I think it, the theme probably of, of this podcast so far is kind of self-awareness and learning, you know, given that I'm newer in a leadership role than perhaps some of the others that you've talked to. I often will go to podcasts for different topics to try and learn about different leadership styles. And so I think my favorite so far 
and you may have, I'm sure you've heard of this, is the On Leadership podcast series by Franklin Covey. And they do, it's about 45 minutes or so um, of an interview between, uh, you know, the Franklin Covey representative and then a leader. And it's either, you know, it goes from people like Brene Brown, Carly Fiorina, you know, Stephen Covey, to Navy SEALs who wrote books on leadership qualities and how the Navy SEALs view leadership. So it's really very different aspects of leadership from all sorts of different people, whether it's from an HR focus or, you know, a CEO focus. And it's, you know, it is an overview of their, you know, particular views on leadership, but I've used it to find and dig in more on ones that really sounded very interesting to me. So I highly recommend it if people have not um, seen or used that one. Well, thanks for that recommendation. And um, I'm ho I hope you'll let us uh, post, post that on our website as one of your tips, you know, your recommended podcast <laughs> there for people to check out. Oh, definitely. There's a many, many podcasts. I have not listened to all of them, but when I, you know, I live in Ann Arbor and I was driving before COVID, <laughs> yeah. I would drive back and forth from some of our different offices with, you know, we're in Grand Rapids and Troy, Detroit. And um, we also have one in Northern Michigan, but in my home base is Ann Arbor. So I sometimes have, you know, a while in the car. And so it's a way to, you know, utilize your, your time and also learn something in the meantime. But I was able to get a lot of them in, but not all of them. <laughs> you know, I, you mentioned that I, I remember fondly the time in the car, you know, it was almost like this protected time when you could do things like that. Um, yeah. I hope we return to to some of that someday soon. Yes, I think all of us are, are looking forward to that, hopeful and looking forward to it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Carrie, and for sharing your insights. Really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. So that wraps up our podcast. Please come back to inforummichigan.org for more opportunities to meet her. And while you're there, check out the other virtual Inform components, including Meet Him, a podcast series in which male leaders share what they've learned about the importance of diverse leadership. Um, there's also a growing library of video tips, virtual leadership development programming, and even a series of virtual events. Thank you.